Jenny, I need you to be a little bit delicate with me today because, um, well, it's been a first this week. Mum's just been to Ibiza without her child. Oh! Oh, that's music. Got it. Right. Is that what you heard all the time, just in the background? Yeah. Can the, do, do you know what I always forget about Ibiza? Um, we'll get into this in a minute. Um, I hate house music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I always go out there and I'm like, yeah, Ibiza. And then and then we're always like, we always ask taxi drivers, where can we find some cheesy music, please? We want some um, or dance music or reggae, R and B, any anything. But I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I love the beach bars, the day bars, but at night, yeah, I find it a bit of a challenge. But um. Oh, it's been a biggie. Um, welcome to Two New Mums. Um, so I'll come on to the overnight, uh, the my weekend away in a moment, but I, I couldn't mention it last episode because it was a big surprise for my mate's 40th. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so it's been quite, um, quite an adventure um, because I'll be honest, I didn't, I know I was chatting to you a lot and I was, uh, you know, when I booked it, I must have booked it about, I think it was January, so what's that? Six months ago or something. Yeah. And I was a bit like, right, it's two nights away without Eden. I've never left her for more than like half a day. Yeah. I should be able to manage it by then. You know, she's one and all that kind of stuff. But I was really nervous. And then as the days have got closer, and especially after holiday, because Kenny's doing so much more with her now, we can do, and he settles her at night and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I just felt really happy and confident to go away. It was a really good feeling. And then, like in the few weeks before it, and then three days before, four days before, Eden picks up that grotty, horrendous bug that I had last weekend. Oh, gosh, it's so typical. <sighs> I was so annoyed when I heard this. So annoyed for you. Oh, I was absolutely gutted. So yeah. I picked her up at a cot one morning and she was burning hot. I mean, oh. I was like, whoa. So she's never had a temperature before. So I didn't, I was like, what the, I was like, have I just overdressed her? Has it suddenly got hot? And then I took her out of onesie and I was like, oh my God, she's red hot. And I did a temperature and it was 40. Right. And I've never seen that before. No. I mean, I was thinking, God, I don't think I've had a temperature of 40 degrees. And then I was like, I don't take my temperature and I'm, a, I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. You don't take your temperature when you get ill as a grown up. Well, I don't, do you? No, because we know we're ill, but that's how we yes. know if they're ill. We have to check their body heat. Exactly. So she had this temperature and I found it quite alarming because I'd just never seen 40 and that I've got a digital thermometer and it makes this like sort of warning sound. I was how, like, oh. how quickly did it get to 40? Because sometimes I don't know how long to leave it because mine doesn't beep when it gets there. Was it a quick 40? What, on the thermometer? Yeah, like did it get to 40 fairly quick? Yeah, well, it's a digital one. So you put it in the air, you press a button and it just immediately goes oh, beep, beep. Oh, okay, right. If it's just a normal temperature, it just goes beep, beep. And right. if it's, uh, but when I, well, I didn't even realise this, when it's a high temperature, it's like, beep, beep. Oh, oh God, just so to make like, it all ooh. more dramatic. Yes, correct. Yeah. So I was a bit like, I don't really know what to do with this. What's wrong with it? Is she okay? And she was being really sleepy and I hated that because, you know, I'm used to a run. I mean, part of me was like, oh, this is nice. She's just chilling on me. But then you're like, no, you're not okay. No. Um. Anyway, yeah. So the high temperature was for a few days. Oh, gosh. So I got, I called 111 after, I spoke to you, didn't I? And yeah. then um, you were like, call 111. So I did, because I didn't want to go to the doctor. I, said, I know what they're going to say. So they went through a checklist and basically were like, look, just give a cow pollen Nurofen. Cow pollen did nothing, by the way. Someone said to me on Instagram, because obviously I went to Instagram for advice, and they said, yeah. give her Nurofen, because that, that will bring her temperature straight down. And within two hours, it went down to 37. Good to know that, isn't and it? And I was like, wow. I think we're always told cowpile aren't we yeah um and then the doctor was like you can alternate between the two basically but right. i which i did a bit when it got worse and like but then the thing is so then so all these people tell me this on instagram and then someone messaged me saying do you know what the body's natural reaction to a temperature to a fever or to what whatever it's fighting is a temperature so you shouldn't try and bring it down and i was like oh what, what? am i meant to do yeah but i think the general consensus on that is so someone uh, there was another message as well <laughs> This is when we need a doctor. Mm. But then the doctor told me to give her Nurofen and cowpot. Anyway, okay. another message said, look, if she has a temperature and she's really out of sorts and she's clearly poorly, yeah, give her the medication. If she's got a temperature and she's running around and she's happy, probably don't give her the medication because she's obviously not that unwell. She's just got a temperature. Do you know what I mean? Okay. 
So, but she was unwell. Like she was sad and oh. sleepy and like just not herself. And I could tell she wasn't well. And then, oh gosh, yeah, the temperature was for a few days. Did and, it like, affect her sleep? Oh yeah, yeah, horrendous. Well, actually, no. I tell a lie. The first night she slept really heavily, right. and then the second night it was a bit patchy, but still long stretches and then we got to like the third night and fourth night and that's when the vomiting and diarrhea started and that was not good because then the sleep was horrific so the weird thing was her temperature came down but then it was like it was getting out of her body and I mean I was in bits when I had this bug the other week it's an it was an absolute rotter um so I know how I felt but she was just like she was okay in the day running around and stuff but it was sleep it was as soon as we got into her bedroom and it was like just screaming really and there was oh. i couldn't feed her to sleep kenny couldn't rock her to sleep we were trying everything there was one point she was like waking up every few hours there was one yeah. point i just was like i don't know what to do so i just got a pillow and lay on the floor next to a cot because yeah. even when you'd pick her up she'd then wriggle yeah so and fight you oh it was awful and actually <laughs> so i was thinking at this point i can't go to ibiza like this mm. kid's too ill Luckily, the day or two before she started picking up, it was just the sleep was patchy. Yeah. And on the last night before Ibiza, because obviously I was like, I'll take the hit for tonight because I'm about to go away for two nights. Bless you. I was up with her so, I mean, between 3 and 5 a.m. She was just wide awake screaming. It was awful. She couldn't oh. get it down. Oh. And um, yeah, eventually I just lay on the floor and I was lying there and I was like, I didn't think I'd have this feeling, but I cannot wait to leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> because I know she's okay in the day at this point. We're not really giving her much. Like yeah. at night we gave her some cow pop, but she's okay in the day. But I was like, it's just a rough night. Oh, but I God. was like, so I ready. can't wait. I, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I've never left her overnight. So, I mean, maybe I should have done a night where I go somewhere locally, but I decided I'd go to another country for two days That's instead fine. of just going hard. <laughs> Okay, and how how did it go? Firstly, let's. Ha- so, how was Kenny's time before we hear about your great time? How was Kenny's oh. time? Okay, well, she wasn't bothered about me not being there. She seemed absolutely fine in the day, but as expected, nighttime horrific. Oh, now, gosh. I don't know if it was because she was still coming off the back of this illness anyway. Yeah, and maybe it was a night without me. And she- so, I obviously I'm still breastfeeding, so I normally feed her to- before she goes to sleep, feed her to sleep, or feed her before. So I was like, you know, you've got to use the milk. And she does take a bottle, but she doesn't take much from him. Did you do Um, your milk or formula? No, I tried expressing and I just couldn't get, I just got like a millimetre out. Yeah. Because I'm not feeding her that much now. So I don't think I'm, I don't think, you know, your body makes what, what, what is on demand. Mm. And because we only have a feed a couple of times a day. Anyway, so I couldn't get any out. So I just said, just go formula and cow's milk. She seems okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that first 24 hours, so so basically, I got to Ibiza, oh, it was all great, got to the evening, and the day had been fine, and then, yeah, she would not go down, and he was like, this is really bad, and I shouldn't have, well, no, I wanted to message him, because I wanted the reassurance, and I did not yes. get the reassurance, oh, no. and he was like, it's a nightmare, oh. I was like, right, okay, and then I was like, has she had enough milk, like, and he was like, she only had a bit. And I thought, God, maybe she's hungry because she's not been eating as much because she's been ill. And I just thought, oh, this is awful, this is awful. And I was really stressed out. And my mate was like, oh, I'm going to message Kenny and tell him to just tell you it's okay because you need to just relax. I was going to say this. Would you, have pref- would you have minded if he said it was fine and then when you got home, he said, I lied, it was a nightmare. Would, would that have been better for you or would he have been annoyed he didn't tell you the truth? No, I would have liked him to have lied. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because as long as she's okay and she's healthy, and it's just a bad night getting yeah. her down. We've I've had him a million times, like you know. But um, I guess for him, like normally, I'd be there. You know, the boob usually wins. You know, mm. like worst case or whatever. But I was like, she's not had enough milk, and I was really worrying. Oh. And I was sat in this tapas restaurant, <laughs> trying to enjoy it, and I kept there was no signal, so I kept having to run down the road. And I was just thinking, what the fuck have I done? Maybe this because I hadn't been using a bottle that much. I'd just been like, oh, I know she'll take a bottle, so she'll be fine. Yeah, I hadn't really prepared very well for this. I just thought this is all my. I shouldn't have done this. And then my mate, who's got two kids, was like, you're going to get a text soon. You're going to get a message soon. And he'll say she's asleep and everything will be okay. And I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. And then lo and behold, half an hour later or whatever. I mean, it took him a few hours, Mm. literally like three hours. And he was like, she's asleep. And then, so then I relaxed and then went out. And then the next morning he was like, yeah, it was a bad night. She went down at like midnight 
woke up at three, woke up at five. So yeah, it was tough. Oh gosh. But you know, I don't know. Was that because I wasn't there and it was a big adjustment? Did she, or was it because she's still poorly? I don't know. It's, like, who knows? It, whatever it was, wasn't your fault. You know, the fact you were in Ibiza was irrelevant. Some They just have these bad nights. Let's put it that way. Because otherwise you'll worry and never want to go away again. Well, exactly. And I was gutt- a bit gutted because, you know, everyone always says, oh, they sleep so well. <laughs> you know, when you go away, they sleep so well for the people. And that has not been the case. But, um, <laughs> but the second night, I actually said to him, uh, she seemed fine in the day. And I said, look, there's one more night to go. I'm going to be... Because basically, I went for 48 hours. It was a really short trip. Mm. I said, I'm going to be home in the morning. I'm not going to message you later because I just want to enjoy this last night. Yeah. Unless there's anything dramatically wrong, just let me know. So I didn't message him. But what I did do, because we've got a camera in the lounge yeah. set up. It, it was usually there to watch Peggy. I thought, <laughs> last night, I thought, I'm going to check it about nine o'clock and just see if Kenny's in there. And he was sat in the lounge on his own with the dog. And I was like, yes, that means he's got yeah. it down. Oh, so that, I, I checked that. I didn't message him and I left it at that. And then again, I could just relax. But yeah, it was... Um, yeah, and when I came home today... He was, it's the first time I have seen him a bit, because he's always like, looking after Eden's easy because she's a delight in the day and she is. Yeah. He's like, it's easy. And it's the first time I've seen him a little bit exasperated, a little on the edge. Not the worst that's fine. thing for him to experience because no. you've been doing it and now he sees. So yes. I mean, I, I did feel for him because that night before I went away, I was struggling to get her down on my own. And normally yeah. I'd go and get him, but I didn't want to get him because I knew he had the next two nights on his own. So I was like, I'm I'm at my wit's end here. Oh, um, I feel for him because it's so hard when you're on your own. It yeah. takes a village. A pair is almost enough. And if you're a single parent, I have never had more respect for anyone. Oh, I don't know no. how you do it. It is just sometimes that transfer of energy to yeah. move the baby to another human being helps settle them. Well, just getting 10 minutes or, you know, even like when, when it, it was so funny when I came in today because I took her and he went, oh. I can go for a wee on my own. And I was like, you yeah. don't experience it that much because I just <laughs> normally have her, like, or he'll be working in the day or whatever. And I was like, God, you've you've only just sort of felt what that's like. That's been yeah. my life for a year. Wow. Um, yeah, but so that was Kenny's experience. But can we talk about mine, Jenny? Yes, please. I would love to hear it all. Go on. Can Mom I just say, for- so yeah, when I walked out the front door, I thought I'd have a bit of a pang or I'd have a bit of a, Jenny, I fucking skipped out that front door. <laughs> be honest <laughs> well because i thought oh my gosh she's outside the window hello hello darling hello darling i'm talking about you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just checking her dad's with her i mean i think he is so basically i got in the car okay first of all packing for just yourself oh, oh my god i know i know no nappies no have i got the monitor have i got the cowper have i got oh my god it was so it was a joy it was enjoyable mm-hmm. no one i don't ever enjoy packing it was enjoyable it was so easy mm-hmm. and i just had like because i was only going for 48 hours i just had a little lightweight case and a little backpack oh amazing anyway so got in the car i put the tunes on full blast <laughs> and i was I was actually almost crying with excitement. Oh, I mean, I was love buzzing. Yeah. Drove to the airport. Um, yeah, parked up. It was all like, oh, just re- just so great. Got into the airport, sat down, and I had um, I had just breakfast on my own without any wet wipes. Yeah, I, like I had a very adult breakfast with a glass of champagne, and I was just yeah. like, oh my god, I can just. I just thought this is amazing. And then my flight got delayed, which normally would be stressful. I was delighted. <laughs> because it meant I had more time to just sit yeah. and go shopping and browse and not think about anything other than myself. But do you know what was so weird? I think because suddenly this responsibility had been lifted off me, I was an absolute nightmare. I kept leaving stuff everywhere. <laughs> it was like my brain just stopped. Because like it switched off. Yeah. To the point, yeah, I left like my ear pods somewhere and then I left my phone. And then, uh, oh, when I got out the taxi... I walked up when I got this is when I got to Ibiza. I got out of the taxi and just walked in my backpack, and the taxi driver went, "Do you want your case?" Oh my like, yeah. gosh! Yeah, I do. You switched off too much. Too much. Honestly, you, it was. You ridiculous. don't have to keep another person alive, but you do yeah. still have to keep yourself alive. You do, but you sort of don't care. And I had this <laughs> weird feeling. So I got on the flight and I was taking off, and it was just that first time of just like totally on your own. And I just, I, I did have this weird feeling of like. I don't know if what where this came from, but like I'm, it's a bit deep. 
I just thought I don't care. I'm not scared of like my death or anything anymore. I don't know what that is. I just felt like as long as she's alive and she's okay, that's all that matters. Like this plane could go down, but she's all right. She's with her dad. As long as I know she's okay, that's it. And wow. it was a really weird feeling of like carelessness for me, but in a sort of, I don't know. That's you almost fully processing because you've stepped away from it. Yeah. You've been able to process something that's really deep that's happened, which is when you have a kid, you live for them. And as long as they're okay, you're okay. And it's so deep, isn't it? To the point where you thought about that. That's quite amazing. I just, what I love about becoming a parent, and I only realised this from this weekend away, is the enjoyment I got from the stupidest things like being in a car on my own and <laughs> having just a moment, going to the toilet on my own and just, mm. you know, being focused on nothing. You know, like it was just taking your eye off the point. It was just those moments. I was like, this is just joyous and it makes you appreciate everything else everything. so much more. And, ev- you know, I wanted to enjoy every single moment. And, um, and it was when, just when you, sorry. When you get those moments, you enjoy them without sweating the small stuff because we don't do that anymore now we have a kid. So if you'd have gone to Ibiza with your girls years ago, you might have worried about things like the flight or, I don't know, trivial shit. You don't worry about that now. And it's quite freeing. Have I packed the right outfit? I couldn't have given a shit what I put in that bag. I literally, you could have chucked anything in there and I would have been happy because I was just out out there. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. like... I had my, my, you know, because you sort of worried about, well, what if something goes wrong? And I remember sort of on takeoff thinking, do you know what? There's a lot of doctors in the UK and they know better than me. So if there's anything wrong with Eden, Kenny calls the doctor as I would. There's nothing different that I can do apart from breastfeed that he can't. Yeah. So it was just a really freeing feeling. And then, um, oh, I just got there and just being with your mates. I just reverted to being like 18 again and I was straight on it. Yes. And the thing is with Ibiza and like, because me and my t- two best mates, we'd, we're all 40 now. So it was kind of a celebration for us all. The tricky thing is, is like part of me, I got my own hotel room because I was staying a bit shorter than them. And I was like, do you know what? Can I get my own room? So I really want to sleep. But then I was like, I'm in Ibiza. So I had the dilemma. Do I go and like go to bed a bit early and get in my eight hours so I can catch up on some sleep? Or do I just go hard because I'm in Ibiza? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't really achieve either. So what <laughs> happened was I sort of, we stayed out till, I don't know, 3 a.m. first Whoa. night, probably 2 a.m. the second night. And then I went home and then I, well, first night, I woke up at 7 a.m. I just couldn't sleep. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> couldn't fucking sleep. I was so annoyed. I was like, ah, yeah. what is this? How did you feel when you woke up? Because I think I found the mornings the hardest bit being away from Bear. Can I be really honest? Yes. I don't find any of it hard, Jenny. <laughs> Amy, that's great. Even even on the day I was going to come home, I was like, could do with a couple of extra days if I'm being honest. <laughs> she's fine. Like I know he's had a couple of rough nights, but she is fine without me. She's not cried for me. She's not bothered, which is amazing. <laughs> oh. And I honestly, I'm going to be honest. I didn't feel I didn't feel any mum guilt. I didn't oh. feel the only time I felt a bit uneasy and anxious was that first night when he couldn't get her down, and I had about. 15 minutes of pure like anxiety and like shit shall I get on a flight home what am I, I, I I've done this too soon or I've not prepared enough and then as soon as she was asleep that went and um oh, yeah I honestly so good yeah I just didn't I don't know I think maybe because you know I feel like I've put in a good shift for a year I've been with her every yeah. single night and the nine months before that I've yep. not done anything you know parted or whatever so it was just such a release and um I just loved it and, and I felt so elated because I thought, this is it now. This is the first time I've done it. It's been fine. I can do this all the time. And I just feel like I've got, I just felt like I'd got that part of me back. Like, yes, I can be fun. Jenny, yeah. we were in, we got told off from the hotel for having our music too loud. Oh, go on. What were you playing? Oh, I mean, we were churning Wig out. Wigwam bam. You see, because we're like, we don't like house music. We want to dance. We do like dance music, but we would, I don't know. What, I think it was Rihanna at that point. We had a bit of Cardi B going off. We had a bit <laughs> of... Um, <laughs> Oh, I was actually, yeah, yeah, we had, just like... Were you playing WAP? <laughs> didn't put WAP on, but I should have done. Ah, that's um, amazing, that's Yeah, so we were great. just churning out some bangers in the room. So, I mean, so my mates were in the room above me, and I went up to meet them for pre-drinks, 
and I could hear this music and I was like, that's not them, is it? And I was like, Jesus, it, it was loud. Whoa. And we suddenly had the phone rang in the room and we were like, no way is, are we being told off. And we were being told off. We were like, we're in fucking a beef. What's going on? Oh my gosh. So, wow. Yeah. So I felt like we went for it. And then yeah. we went to a day club and we just sat and just drank wine and sangria all day and just giggled. It was just... Oh. Good. so brilliant um it's a form yeah. of therapy i think it's good it's yes. it's good for the soul that and um i think you appreciate it more don't you oh a hundred percent like you just you appreciate everything you know mm. waking up and just having a little cup of coffee in the morning and not having to half have your eye on your baby and yeah you know it was um yeah, it was liberating. It was really liberate, and it, I just thought, oh, this is like my life starts a little bit again now. You know, I'll have yes. a bit of balance back. Because just and to it, know you can do it. That's what I sort of said when I went to that hen do. It's like you come home to this lovely family that you you're so lucky to have, which is a lovely return. But to know you can go and do it and yeah. enjoy it, and if you're yeah. doing it, you might as well throw yourself all in. Um, that is really liberating because you're just like, oh, I can yeah. still do these things. You have to remind yourself that it might be a little more tricky, but you can still do those things. Yeah, I actually thought of my friend who's got like a four month old and she's going through the mill at the moment. She's well in deep in the trenches and I messaged her as soon as I got home and was like, I've been thinking about you because I just want you to know I know where you're at at the moment and yeah. I'm a year in and I've just been in Ibiza for two nights and it was joyous and I just oh, yeah. like... It gets better real quickly. Yes. And that's what I wanted us to know. And it's just, um, oh, it's so good. But what I'd like my next, obviously, I'm just planning to go away all the time now. <laughs> oh, but I God. would, I would tell you the one thing, the one thing that didn't go well, well, apart from the sleep, Eden's part. Okay. My boobs, breastfeeding. Oh. Now, here's a problem. So I gave her a feed and then I was like, when I'm, I took my breast pump and I thought, well, I only feed her a couple of times a day and they don't get engorged much ever because like because when they get engorged they get seriously lumpy and they're so painful yeah and you just need to squeeze you just need to get it out anyway I think what I did wrong I wrote so I start I thought well I'll do a pump before we go out or whatever and I don't know if I have my breast pump on a super high setting because obviously it's like all about demand isn't it mm. and I got loads of milk out and then a few hours later they were full again and I was like what because I can usually go hours and they wouldn't get full and my mate was like, maybe you put your breast pump on too high a setting so it's over-pumped. Oh. So it's create, it's basically uh, produced more milk. And then all of a sudden... But then I needed to pump again for ages to make them go down. And again, a few hours later, twice the size. And it was like, I don't know how to stop this. And my friend was like, you need to do some... All right, do some hand expressing because the pump is overstimulating them. Oh, gosh. So the first time I've ever done it, Jenny, I was literally... That was the most... Uh, I mean, at one point I was in a beach club and I was in the bathroom just sat in, sat on a toilet with a breast pump and I was like, <laughs> I'm drunk, to be quite frank. I was like, am I the only, I wonder if I'm the only person in Ibiza sat in a loo with a <laughs> going on. That's and amazing. Then, and then three in the morning, well, 2 a.m. when I went to bed on the last night, I, my boobs were so painful and I was sat with the pump and it just didn't seem to work. And so I was in the bathroom hand expressing for like an hour. This and is, it was this awful. Is real mum stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and it was. I mean, I've never seen the actual milk come out before, so it was quite weird. But I felt <laughs> like a cow. But it didn't work. Like I got some out, and then I don't know if the, I cleaned my pump. I don't know if it got blocked or something. And then I tried again in the morning, and it did pump. But then what I realised, I came home, I fed her, and then it obviously felt better. The relief is unbelievable. But then yeah. they still really hurt, and I think what's happened is at the same time I think I'm due on so I think it's hormones you know when your okay. boobs hurt yes. so I think it was a combo of both because I was like why are my boobs excruciating so that's the only thing I didn't quite master but you know what it was the first time and yeah and there's yeah. got to be a knack to that maybe people can get in touch and, and help with yeah. that because that sounds like not everyone does that so there must be something although no. I, I you know I know a friend of mine who is a midwife and I remember stories of her pumping her boobs into a toilet on a night out so really and she what? would know so maybe you do just have to do that I don't know help us out well my friend Jo who I was with oh, she shouldn't have said her name she's got two kids and she said she was on a night out was it I think it no was it a beef? It might have been actually. And she was on, and she was like, "I've got to get this milk out." And and she'd never hand expressed. And her friend said the same thing: "You've got to hand express and taught her in the toilet." And she said there were literally women coming in, and they were all like applauding her and stuff because 
she was like, I've just got to get this milk out of me. But yeah, so. Well, it is an incredible thing, isn't it? That you put your bodies through. It's, so It's quite mental. Yeah. Um, and then just the last thing on it, because my mates messaged me and they were like, oh, what was it like when you saw Eden when you came home? Oh, go on. And yeah. it was like, I came home and I mean, her reaction was sweet. She smiled. I would say she was pleased to see me. She wasn't ecstatic. She was pleased. <laughs> she did a smile and a wave, right? But what's a bit oh. gutting is when Kenny comes home from work, she reaches out for him and cries. Right. And I was like, a few tears, Aiden. Yeah. A few. You, you you wanted the like love actually in the airport with the banner. Yeah, I wanted She's to be made a bit a emotional. Banner. It She's... was more a bit like, oh, it's you. Oh yeah, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I missed you. It's just like, oh, okay. Do you have a nice time? <laughs> it just will never match our level of emotion when we see them, will it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's no, so ill matched. Like, how, how has he managed to overtake me? So annoying. But anyway, so it's really annoying. So yeah, mums, book that book that bloody mini break. Get to Ibiza, and go and dance to house. Pretend you enjoy house music, or maybe you do enjoy it, and then you know have have a great time. <laughs> something that I have discovered and pinpointed and given a name it's a thing that happens and you'll have had it several times and you listening if you've got kids already you'll have had it I call this the shift and it's significant and it happens more in the first year to one I think because there's so many changes there Um, and we've just had one now about a month into him being one and it's when you're comfortable and you have your routine and things are going swimmingly and you feel, maybe not swimmingly, but you kind of know where you're at in the day and you think, you you dare to start to think, I've got this, this is when they like to nap, this is what they like to do and then this big fucking, sorry, shift comes through and changes it all and the shift I struggle to cope with because we're already out of so much control that when this happens... You have to reassess everything like, okay, so now they want to do it this way, I see. And now they want to do it this way. And it seems to all go hand in hand where it's not just maybe their naps that change or the sleep that changes. It's also what they enjoy doing, what holds their interest, what they want to eat, when they want to eat. Do they want to be behave? Do they want to behave? Do they want to not behave? And it's so difficult. And I'm, I'm glad now I've pinpointed it because now when one's coming, me and Christian just say, okay, the shift is happening and when you call it out and you don't feel as out of control in my opinion so we said today the shift is here it's happened bear's now switching he seems to want afternoon naps his sleep at night seems to be different what he eats is different and i just think you've got to really point it out and go with it when it's happening because it really is a way that we can feel like we're going mental as parents right yes do you know what's so funny i literally had this thought process the other week and the shift is is perfect but I mean this is the one piece of advice so many people said is they just constantly change but I Mm. feel like Eden had just got really good at sleeping and I feel like you get a good few days and it's almost like you know it's coming something's coming and something's going to change and I thought when she got ill um I just thought I can't believe this because it was only a week ago it was bad teething again the week mm-hmm. before that, it was something else. And then the week before, oh, then it was, was it a regression? And then the week before that, well, we went and stayed at my mum's. So then the routine was off. It's never, for me, a constant for more than a week, I think. Oh, gosh, that's a I lot of shifts. I think that's how it feels anyway. Maybe yeah. I'm exaggerating, but it doesn't, that's how it feels. It feels like such a constant. And mm. I think, and sometimes I have to, it's a little bit like, our house is a bit of a constant work in progress and we're always renovating and there's still two rooms that are not done and sometimes it gets to me and I'm like, ah, because obviously yeah. houses are expensive and you've got to put the time in and I don't have it. And then what I have to do to get on top of that thought process is look back at what the house was like when we bought it. Yeah. And look at pictures and go, whoa, we've done loads. Yeah. And I think the same applies to a child. Yeah. So, you know, we'll sit there in the evening and I'll be like, oh, I can't believe that she's 
you know, waking up once in the night or whatever. But I'm sitting there having an evening. I didn't have that six months ago. Yeah. You know, I, you've got to look back at how almost bad it was at some stages <laughs> yeah. compared to now. And, you know, the little things now like, I, I can put her down and she can toddle off for a bit. I don't have to constantly like, oh, I've got to constantly carry it. Or I don't know, just little things which make your day easier that you sort of forget. Because the reality is this, I guess this, you know, the first few years, well, the, let's, what, the first 10 years, they're going to be constantly evolving, constantly shit. But now it's got to be like the biggest changes. You know, they're learning to walk. Oh. They're going to learn to talk. They're going to, like, I don't know about you, and bear but eden if she picks something up i used to take it out of her hands she couldn't care less yeah now she's getting like opinion bit opinionated or doesn't like it yes when and you like this take up yeah yes i knew it would i knew it would and i'm like oh no yeah the yeah. whining and it's things like that yes yeah. yeah so i had to kind of say this to christian because i have bear a lot more monday to friday than christian does and Christian's kind of noticed this shift and he's like oh yeah so he seems to not want to nap in the morning now and he seems to want to run around more than play with his toys right now and he seems to want to be in this room like we we literally shift things into a different room because it's like oh they enjoy that room and that room seems to be a safer place now they're on their feet you're constantly yeah. like re redoing your rooms in that way as yes. well aren't you and suddenly and like two weeks later like Kenny said the other day, she can reach things now on that table. Yes, so you're, oh. you're changing that. So yeah, I said, yeah. to, and Christian has noticed it and mentioned it, but it was really getting to me this week. And I just said to him earlier, I was like, when a shift like this happens, you notice it and that's great. And, and you, you recognize that. But for me, that changes my entire life because yeah. my whole day every day is living for bear and making torturing myself that everything should be perfect and worrying at the end of the day if I did it good enough and when it's changing I feel so vulnerable with that like okay I just had that and now I've got to do this and it changes every second of my life and my day it doesn't really affect Christians when for eight hours that day he might go into work or yeah. you know but it's so massive for the person that's with the, the child all the time. And it is constant. And I think I didn't even realize how much in the first year. And maybe that's a big contributor to why the first year is so insane. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it has such a massive effect. I don't get to eat in the day now. Stuff like that. I've had to decide we're going to do a big shop online so I have food in because uh, it changes it my... Because he's walking. Yeah, Amy. Yeah. Oh, the walking. I did, it's next level. Thing oh. Is, oh, Jenny, you're going to do a lot of steps. Have a look at your step count every day. You're not going to, you don't sit down. No, you're right. I'm just going to look for a charger while I talk because my phone's, about, uh, laptop's about to die. Um, but yeah, um, it's, you said this and honestly, I have never ached so much. Yeah. And I said this to my girls earlier. I was having a tired day today where the exhaustion is so real. Yeah. And I just said, um, I... I am so, I'm so tired. My bones feel tired. You yeah. know, when you're that, every bit of my body hurts. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm very aware there's no break coming. And actually at the time I'm most tired is the time he needs tiring out the most. Mm. So he's got the most energy ever at the time I have the least. And it's such a hard mix, isn't it? Because you just have to constantly run around. You don't sit down. No. When they, especially when you're adjusting to this, because it's you yes know, with Eden when it happened, uh, when it was like when she was two months old. When she was two months old, yeah. Um, <laughs> I realised after like a few weeks that sometimes I go back to basics, almost like when she naps, you nap. You know, like in the newborn days, because you do adjust and get used to it. And the one thing I will say is now she's running around and you know I went from putting her in a play prison we don't Kenny packed that away the other week and it's just never come out again like mm. she won't she's she would stay in it but she sort of she's actually got to a point now like there was a really stressful few it must have been a month when there's a sort of um we've got like a kind of what do you call it uh ottoman like a poof it's like a soft mm. storage thing you put your feet upon it next to the sofa anyway it's quite a big long one we've got and there was a time when she'd get up on it and then she'd, if she'd walk to the edge, she'd just fall off. Yeah. And I was like, this is so stressful because I can't turn around. I can't even go yeah. and make a coffee. You know, like she permanently climbs up on it. Yeah. And then there was just a day when suddenly she sort of learned how to get off it or she learned 
you'll fall off that and so now I can go in the kitchen I can make a dinner and I can because our kitchen's like through to the lounge and I can watch her and I don't worry about her getting on that anymore and it was just I remember that time thinking this is so intense like I can't just do anything and you know that again so sometimes what I'm saying the 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 shifts can be positive like so do you know what I mean so it can be like oh she's learnt to not do that now or sometimes and this is this is also very new never used to do this in the morning especially when she's a little bit sleepy she'll just sit on the sofa and watch telly never did that when she first started walking she would not sit still whereas now it's almost like oh yeah I can walk now yeah yeah fine I'll just do a little chill and she will for a few minutes good to hear only a few minutes at a time but just know that that good shift will come at some point but you are you are in the you're in a tough spot now it is gonna be wild it's tough. And I think because you spend so long wanting them to walk. I know you didn't walk really quickly, but um, Bear was kind of trying for a long time. So I was willing him for ages. Yeah. And you kind of I think, warned you. I said to you, <laughs> stop encouraging it. I did warn you, Jenny. Like people kept saying to me, oh, Eden walks early. That's great, isn't it? And I was like, no. Like, yeah, it's great. Okay, she's developing. But I'm exhausted. Yeah. Honestly, like... I'm not just saying this, but I genuinely think like I lost quite a bit of weight at that point because I did not sit down ever yeah. during the day. And I was constantly on my feet and and, and forget and not getting around to eating and all sorts. And look, that's, that's not healthy, but that's where I'm just, at. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, people will say, oh, take her for a walk or take them out. And I'm like, but I'm tired. It's that kind of thing, isn't it? And obviously you just have to do it. This is where I'm like soft play. Get in, lad, and go yeah. go for gold. I love that. But um yeah, it's really, really a shock. As is every um every different stage. But I like I like you looking back. That's a good I'm glad glad I brought this to the podcast, the shift, because you've given us a good way to deal with that. When you're in a shift, just look how far you've come. Exactly. Because I, I mean did... look, I would never have thought I'd be going to Ibiza. Yeah, forty-eight hours when she, you know, and then whenever I'm like, yeah, I have a bad day. I, th- I even said it on holiday. Like, God, I remember there was a time I always refer back to when Kenny walked out with her for a for a dog walk when she was three months yeah. or two months or whatever, and I started crying. Like, I didn't want yeah. to be without her. Whereas now I'm like, can I extend my holiday, please? <laughs> yeah, you that's know? huge. That's massive that's progression. And you know, to see him walk like a little drunken old man (laughs) always holding something as well why do they have to carry something in In their hand in each hand yeah it has to be two hands why two what it's like she'll find one thing and sometimes I find something else to fill that hand because I know she'll be grabbing something and it's so funny and he's got like a little car and I'll find things in that that he's put in there and I don't know what game he's playing in his head where he needed to put my socks in his little car but when he goes to bed and I find the socks in the car I think oh bless him yeah. so it's it's wonderful it's just tiring and then yes. on that today I woke up and it was one of those mornings we've all had them where you wake up and you just feel like you've not slept and you're like how is it morning did I sleep I'm still as exhausted as when I went to bed and um, I'd put something on my Twitter because um, I'd used one of, not ashamed to say it, I'd used one of the microwave meals for um, for Bear's dinner last night because I was so tired. Put a microwave meal in, open it up, and there was a big long string of like plastic inside it, which if I hadn't stirred it and mixed it into a bowl, I could have fed that to Bear and he'd have choked. It's, it's, it's yeah. really oh, I bad. I saw that on your Instagram story. Yeah, yeah. So I put it out there just because I was also like, maybe this needs to be flagged. This is pretty bad. And I had men only on Twitter sending me a load of crap. So one man said, um, oh, um, you shouldn't be doing food in a plastic pot for your child. And then, and I'm very into like chemicals and things and are they bad? And I know you are too, Amy. So that sent me, rather than think you're a troll, F off. I panicked and went on Google and then felt like a terrible mum for the first hour of the day. And then another man on Twitter had put, um, because there's music playing in the background and this was music. They put, oh, turn off that YouTube crap rubbish. It's just mind numbing for your kids. A, it, it wasn't. It was a little song that he really likes when he's having tea that I play on Alexa. And B, shut up. And But Jenny, uh, the, I, mean, the, I mean, it's annoying, but just get off Twitter. 
I know. It's, it, I, it doesn't I serve that. any purpose in my life anymore. I use it purely for when I'm doing my radio shows to say morning, who's up or whatever. I don't, yeah. I rarely post anything else because there are actual just trolls who are just, they'll just pick up on anything and it's just not worth it. Whereas I find Instagram quite a positive place, but Twitter, same. it's yeah. done. I just think it's done. I've not, that's why a lot of people just come off it. Like I'm going to do the same. In, like Instagram, I got a lot of love and like, oh no, that's yeah. terrible and all this and just really real nice parents and yeah. um, then people that don't care didn't reply. Mm-hmm. But this was, I thought, okay, I, I'm having a bad day today because t- if you're tired, everything feels heavy. Yeah. Like I've woken up... I'm already tired. I'm already stressed about the day. And you've sent them crap comments. And let's be honest, probably because your life isn't great. And I'm, I hate that for you. But you don't know what kind of day anyone's having when you send something like that. And when it's something that all I care about in my life right now is making sure Bear is happy and you're attacking that and I'm exhausted because all day I'm trying to be perfect and you put one thing like that don't do that. Be careful. That's yeah, really, Jenny, really look, you're dangerous. Just, you're justifying like some weird men sat behind a keyboard mm. who honestly you could put on there, I handmade this cabbage puree for my child and it's so full of goodness and he yeah. seems really happy about it and they would have put, oh, cabbage isn't good. They would have found something like, mm. or they would have said something like, oh, are you shaming mums that use pouches or right. do you know what I mean they would have found an angle that's my thing with Twitter is people are on there they're angry they yeah. like to they like to um like uh well probably intimidate women and make them feel shit but also they like to spark a, a debate or, or an argument basically it's yeah. just what people do on Twitter and that is why I barely engage on it ever it's pointless you're right you've made me feel it's better a horrible but platform it's done as far as i'm concerned one male user on twitter also replied and said i got it i don't know why i really got it on this tweet um he put oh um why don't you send a formal comment rather than slapping it on social media have some grace oh, and i Jesus. thought i mean just yeah. I don't need to have grace because I'm a woman. And, and I went on his profile. Amy, it was just porn. It was just really yeah. graphic porn. Jenny, I, I thought, have some grace. <laughs> yeah, Jenny, I think they're actually bots a lot of the time. Well, they, like, I they upset did, me today. <laughs> I once did a tweet about Donald Trump just even taking the piss. And I got actual like death threaty sexual <gasps> stuff. But I just was like, you're all just weirdos. You know, like that's, it's not worth it. I don't feel like you're engaging with actual real people most of the time, genuinely. Like any other day this week though, Amy, I'd have laughed. Um, But, and now I could laugh actually. What, eight hours later? It's crazy what a few hours can do in a coffee. But I hadn't had my coffee. I'd just woken up (laughs) and I was in my head planning the day. And it, it just went on at the wrong time and saw it at the wrong time. But yeah, just don't. Right, wrap stuff to people, and yes, maybe just stay off Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it's too toxic. It's a joke. I don't know how it's still, yeah. But um, oh mm. dear. But it's fine. But what what was the plastic thing? Did you actually sort it out? Like that? No, bit... no. After that, I just thought I can't be bothered. In my head, <laughs> a little bit last night, I thought, am I now a millionaire? Because I'm going to get loads of compensation. Um, but I don't think so because one time I found a cigarette end in a pot noodle and all I got was 50 quid. So I don't... <laughs> was that pre-Twitter? Because you should have got yeah. more than that. It oh, wasn't a pot a noodle. I, I don't want to shame pot noodle because they do great things for the world. They're, do they're they, a, Jenny? They're chicken and mushroom. What, with all their nutrition? Their chicken and mushroom pot noodle, which by mm. the way is vegetarian, is excellent. And I won't hear a bad word said about it, Amy. <laughs> but this was an own brand one when I was really skinny in my early 20s. Well, and look, I thought, I'm there. rich. I found yeah. it. And I thought, I'm rich, but I got 50 quid. Wow. <laughs> Goodness me. Well, look, I would stay off Twitter and just, um, yeah, we've had, do you know what? I, I, let's, I'm going to turn it around for you. We've had such some really, really lovely like um, feedback on Instagram recently i'm not just going to read it out to blow our own trumpet but Mm. it's not that it's more just people you know like mums just get in touch and share their kind of community i had the or their reaction i had this amazing message that let me see if i can find it because it really oh i know where it is i sent it to you because it really made my day yes you did diddly diddly there you are where was it uh it was from the lady do you remember when she said 
she's oh maybe i didn't show you this one god i'm annoying myself here she basically said i'm so sorry i can't find your message but i've been to ibiza i'm very disorganized <laughs> but she basically said i've not sent it to you Oh. Um, that she loves the podcast and she listens and she recommended to all her friends who've got kids and babies and that it was like a tonic for them and I just thought mm. that is so bloody lovely and that is why we do it and it is it really it those messages that that's what you need to be reading not weird yeah. men that's on Twitter it. so whenever you feel like that go to our two new mums mm. page and have a little um I'm still trying to find it. Cause... Well, while you do that, there's a few nice ones I've just seen new reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, it just bumps us up. So it means other parents can hear this and we can make our community bigger. So that is so helpful. So like five stars, lovely, thank you. And a nice review. Emily's put, as a fellow mama, this podcast is so funny and warm, like I was sitting down for a coffee with friends. I just listened to the episode about how hard it is being ill when you're a parent. And yes, hard relates, so great. And there's loads. So you're amazing for doing that, thank you. And Amy, a friend of ours that we both know, actually messaged me who listens to the podcast and she's got two kids and she said she was on a drive for a girls weekend that she never gets to do and she was on a drive and like you said when you got in the car to go to the airport she was buzzing I could tell from her voice notes she was absolutely buzzing the sun was out that day and she was like I've just listened to your podcast and because I don't have time to sit with my girls all the time and chat or fellow mums all the time and chat now I've got two kids I feel like when I listen to you I've had that chat and Aww. that made me feel so good because like we've just established with you saying you just giggled for a whole day with your girlmates. That is so important. So if we provide that, yeah. that's our job done. I love that. It's amazing. I found a message. This is a different one um, from Fanny. Great name. Um, who says, I've been following you and, Jen and Jenny's podcast. My little girl is eight months old. The podcast has helped me lots. So thanks so much. We've been thinking about planning our first abroad holiday and your positive holiday experience has definitely pushed me to start planning. And then yes. she's asked me about the whole car seat stuff. Did you take Eden's car seat on holiday? Or did the transfer taxi company? No, I did not take a car seat. Um, she's like worried about baby paraphernalia. I, I just took my lightweight pram, which is a bit like those yo-yos. Mine's a different brand, but it's like that. And a baby carrier. There's Our, our car seat breaks my back. So there was no way. We just hired a car and had a car seat. But any questions like that? I might do a little travel Q&A because I've had quite a few in my inbox about holiday planning. But any Amy, questions you've got? That yeah. could be your mum talk, your first mum talk, your oh. travel paraphernalia, because I have no clue where to start. And I saw this darling little travel buggy in Mamas and Papas and I thought, is that the one for me? I don't know, it just looked cute. Jenny, I would love to do a mum talk, but yet again, uh, <laughs> don't know how to use the bloody thing. Oh my God, it's Come on. not hard. It Literally 11-year-olds you said to me stuff. you were going to give me a tutorial and you've not done it. <laughs> and I've still not done my balloon video from Eden's birthday, oh which is going God. to be very funny. It's going to go viral, but I don't know how to bloody make it. It's really easy. I don't Stop understand. giving me jobs. I've got a hangover from Ibiza. <laughs> I've got a child to look after in a minute. And you're making me do more mum talks. It's a platform I don't even know how to use. Oh my gosh. No thanks. Okay. I will try it, but I will put it on our Instagram and I'll do a Q&A because that's really easy. I can do that. Yeah, brilliant. That will be helpful. I saw someone actually tweeting today about going, it's the time of year to know yes, of course. what's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Okay, I'll do that. Um, any other questions, come find us. Two New Mums podcast on Instagram. Like Jenny says, please leave a review. They're lovely and they help us and it's great. And... Yeah, I'm going to... Well, I've already had a McDonald's today. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're like 12 um, years old again. 16. I know. I'm... Yeah. So I'm now going to... Um, what did you have from McDonald's? P uh, you want to know my order? Yeah, I do. Okay, you're going to judge this. Um, plain cheeseburger, because I don't like the gherkins. Oh, and no. I like Amy. I know, I, know you, I knew you'd judge me. I knew it. Everyone does. But screw you, I love it. Plain Do you not have the sauce on it? It has ketchup. Right. Okay. I just don't like the gherkin -y sauce, the gherkins and the sauce. Oh I my God, that's the, that's the flavour. Anyway, what do you have no, with that? Rubbish. Little chippies? Uh, I had a large chips today and I had some mozzarella sticks. Okay. And a Diet Coke. Lovely. Yeah, what's your go-to? Oh, there's nothing for me because I'm veggie, so... The veggie sticks are not my thing. Oh, no, not mozzarella sticks. Halloumi fries. Halloumi fries? Are they doing them? Are the halloumi yeah. fries back? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hang on. Do you have dairy? Yeah. 
Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, if I'm if I'm in need of if it's halloumi, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my answer. Yeah. We had pizza. I've just remembered I had pizza last night when we were drunk. Oh, this is excellent. And what um, are you having tonight for tea? Go on. Takeaway. Yeah. Of course. Go, go on, girl. Well, you've what you've done a trip am I going to get? Um, I would get, if you're feeling it's particularly curry, exhausted, you get a curry with all the trimmings. Oh, poppadoms. What if that baby doesn't sleep? God, I'm going to be livid. Oh, I'm God. I'm going to book a mini break for next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny? Um... We'll be like on Mum Talk. We've had to cancel the podcast because Amy's <laughs> taken a sabbatical in Monaco on her own. <laughs> Do you know what? Me and my mate, that's the other thing on travelling. We got we were all on separate flights just because we're coming from different... Well, me, me and my other mate were coming from the same... We are coming from Heathrow, but we had to get different flights at different times. But my flight was delayed, so she ran and found me. This is a boring story. It was just quite exciting. But... <laughs> Long story short, I flew on my own, so I met them out there, and that was also thrilling because just that time on your own. Yeah. But my next mini break, I want it to be a relaxing one. So this morning when I woke up, I was like, I've got to go in that sea. It's cold, but I need it. I need to sort my hangover. And I went in the sea, and as I came out, the hotel next door were doing yoga, and I thought, oh, if I did a weekend where I just was healthy, I didn't drink and did yoga and my God, you'd be going home refreshed. Whereas now I'm like, can you give me some carbs and sugar and I'm going to try and rock that baby to sleep and then I'm going to get in the cot with her. Um, yeah, she's just falling asleep very quickly at like your alcohol-fueled breath. God. Go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, next time I'm going to do more of a wellness. Uh, she says that. It's just not true, is it? But no. I will tr- no, I will try. I will try. That sounds nice. Yeah, but I'm going to go to bed in an hour. It's 5.30, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Do you know, Christian and I have now started, this is our ritual before we go to bed at night. We lay there, we hold hands, and we say, good night, good luck. Because it's like that. <laughs> we don't know what we're going into every yeah. night now. So it's like that Hunger Games, may the odds be forever in your favour. Yeah. We're like... Good luck. That's our good night now. Well, wish me good luck because tonight I've got to take one for the team. He's not, he can't oh, get up. To, he's he's man. had about he's had about three hours sleep. Oh in the bless last two him. Nights. Um, oh Kenny. And on that note, I've got to go because I'm letting him letting him. He's going to the gym, which I think he needs a bit of a release. So. Yeah, bless him. Well, well done, Ken. Round of applause for Kenny. All right, well done, Kenny. Yeah. Yep. Not sure where my round of applause was for the last year. For last year. Round of applause okay. for Amy. Thank you. <laughs> Round of applause for my um, for me staying up past midnight as well. So yeah, that's nights actually, in a row. Three, yeah. Two Ooh. nights in a row. Yeah. Right, right. Well, enjoy See you your curry. Week. See you next week. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.